On this week's Third and Forever football podcast, Kevin and I recap a pretty fun week three for some of us, uh, then go into segments with Performance of the Week, Nathan Peterman Award winner, Stock Up, Stock Down, Preview Week 4, and then we end with Two Minute Drill. Alright, let's go! Today's episode of the 3rd and Forever Football Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, how are you doing? I'm pretty happy. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, like, I feel like a dick, but yeah, I, think, well, I think the least dickish way that I can communicate this is to just say it without making any jokes or any embellishment of the fact that I, I, I really couldn't have imagined these last three weeks going any better. Than they have. I guess your defense could have played better. We could, Lane Taylor couldn't have had the season-ending injury, but like, but you're three now. Much you're, better yeah. than you know. We could have been one and two at this point. I would have been like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's not great. Um, yeah, how, how so, are How are you doing? So Let's so we're on we're you. recording this on Wednesday, September thirtieth. Uh, it's the final day of September. And, um, you know how they say, this is separate from football, but you know how they say, you know, baseball, it's, it's, playoffs are October, right? It's, it's the, Mm -hmm. it's the, what's it called? What do they, I don't even know what they call it, but like, basically it's, you know, the heroes of October. Well, the Twins didn't even get there. They lost today to the Astros, got swept our losing streak in the postseason is now legal to vote. I think it's 18, 18 yep. consecutive nice. games, which is like, I don't know how. That's um, actually kind of impressive. Like, you it, might just want to keep that going. It li- so I had, a, I had a tweet yesterday where when they lost the first game, and I said, I likened um, being a Minnesota sports fan is, is basically like getting punched repeatedly in the face mm. and then just saying, Kindly asking the person, please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> like it, it's just, it just, it's just unrelenting. And um, but every every once in a while, they don't punch you, and they like give you a they, little like cheek caress, yeah. and you're like, oh, maybe that'll this, keep happening. Yeah, maybe maybe this will be different. Yeah, we it, it's enough for us to like we're like punched into a stupor where we think it's going to be different and it's just not. And like, I'm not trying to have a pity party. You, you, you look at Minnesota sports, like a girl who's looking at like a, a bad boy and you're like, I can change. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, and then the, the night ends the same with me eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's just crying my eyes out being like, what, what do I expect? Why do I think it's going to be different? But like, and then all it takes is, is a couple months off and back in, I'm back in. But it's it's a sun, Sunday. Existence. Sunday was a gut punch. So I, as we said last week, uh, I was in New York uh, moving stuff out of my apartment, and so I had to. We were remote, so I watched the game obviously in New York, and I, you know, thinking oh and two here. I'm like, all right, little change of scenery, like a thousand mile change of scenery. Maybe that will change. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did not. It uh, in I fact, mean, it, it kind of changed. Like this game. is like this is like the worst one. Like free feeling wise afterwards. This is the is it better to have led and lost than never to have led at all. It, like it was so close and it's all, it, it probably makes it it's worse. worse. Yeah. It's worse because I mean we literally had 
the top running back and top receiver of week three, and we lost. I mean, there there's a I, I screenshotted several tweets um, that I find. That's kind of what I do. Um, so uh, offense, 464 yards. Uh, this is of course Tennessee Titans beat the Vikings 31 to 30. Uh, but offense, 464 yards. Career day for two players, Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. Well, to be um, fair, to career, but it was a good day by Justin Jefferson, but his career is I know, but like, young. okay, it, it, was, it, was his, it was his breakout <laughs> it was a, game. It was a great game. It was, it was great his breakout game, game yeah. only his third NFL game ever. Basically, this is his first one he started. He wasn't a starter for, and now after this, you're like, why the fuck was he not in on the field more? Like, I know it's a weird year, and rookie receivers tend to have slower starts, just getting used to the system and chemistry with the quarterback, um, but it was a decent... Well, from what I saw, he, they moved him not to the outside. Well, he was, moved, he was moved all around. Like, that's the thing where he, you know, they, they people like to pigeonhole um, Thielen and him as only being able to be in the slots. Like, just because they've had a lot of snaps in there... But it's like, okay, but that doesn't mean they can't be outside. Yeah, so, I've heard people do that sometimes. Yeah, I wonder yeah, who people. did that <laughs> sitting right across from me. Um, so, and then it was a, a decent offensive line day until the final uh, series. I believe Kirk was only sacked, I think, once prior to the final drive. Um, play calling was pretty good. Obviously, you know, 30 points. You see 30 points, none of those being defensive or special teams touchdowns. Um the defense held them to two touchdowns and three of 13 on third down. And the, the, the young defensive backs, they, they, they showed they made some progress. I mean, Tannehill wasn't overtly comfortable. He had 14 incompletions, you know, no touchdowns through one pick. Well, and the defense was very bend down. Exactly, yeah. And that's something we haven't seen yet. Six field goals yeah. by Which, Jaskowski. Well, uh, he made, uh, was it six? I thought it was, it was five. It was six, I'm pretty sure. I think it was five. The sixth one was to put them in the lead. Oh, yeah. yeah so he had six. six. He, yep. made, he was 7-7 seven seven on kicks, only one extra point. And he made three 50-yard-plus field goals. Um, that like that like That's one of those things where, where Goskowski, I think he missed four kicks week one. Um, that that shouldn't, you know, that's, that's, that's just really bad luck. That's the relationship, though, I think. That's a testament to that between Goskowski and Vrabel, given that they're both expatriate guys. Yeah. They actually have a personal relationship. And, I mean, far be it for me to, to dredge up old wounds, but I feel like some teams, when a kicker has a really bad game, they move on a little bit too quickly, and Danny Carlson has a lovely little career in Las Vegas. And... I don't know. I like that. That I mean, you guys, you know, filled the hole, but you know, it's just sometimes yeah, Dan, kickers. No, I think like, I have no problem. Like Dan Bailey's been great. Yeah, I know for sure. You know, it's kick, kick, kicker getting cut is very impulsive. It's an impulsive decision. And it mm-hmm. happens, um, but it's hard when you're an organization that was scarred by two kickers prior. Yeah. Two very oh, bad no. misses yeah, prior. There's, there's PTSD there. So sure. it's like it's hard not to be. Yeah. Um, and that was a very like he missed. Like a lot of kicks, and oh, it was, yeah, when it's a rookie, good. it's not like it. This is let's not forget. This is Steven Goskowski. You know, he is top five all time accurate kicker. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's a unproved, unknown rookie. Oh no! So it, 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 it very it's, it's a different regular. situation. I'm just saying. Sometimes you stick with a guy. You know, he he comes through, and I think that's what we're seeing yeah. now with Goskowski. And, and so I, the problem that I had with this game, I mean, the third quarter obviously was the big swing point. Um, and this has been a thing, a reoccurring thing that's been with the Vikings for 
forever. And I think this is this is just a product of having a defensive head coach where the offense can tend to take the foot off the pedal. And because it's like is is it, Kubiak calling plays? Kubiak calls plays. Okay. Yeah. And so it, it that's this is where it's a little head scratching to me because you'd think a guy of his tenure, his experience would realize, you know, no lead is too safe. You know, you have to just you 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 don't want to just turtle and just being like, all right, we're happy with punting it back and forth to them. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the the Titans were, they were essentially down and out in this game. I mean, the momentum was wildly in our favor. We held them, you know, we were forcing them only field goals. So, like, that should have been a recipe for it. But it was just that we couldn't put them away. And that, and that was so frustrating to watch because, like, you know, I, anyone that says, like, blames... Puts this game on on Kirk or whatever. Like I know he he's the easy scapegoat to be, and by all means, he's not perfect. He's far from. He's makes some stupid decisions, and he has this year more than he's probably made more stupid decisions this year than all of last year. But he there's a moments in the game where it's like that's not on him. He put up you know 440 or 464 yards of offense, or he was a help a part of that. So it's like I don't know. You know, and his interception, I don't count the one at the end because it's a fourth and 20 or whatever. I was going to say, he's got 251 and three, three and one, basically. So, well, and even the one that was Jefferson, where you have the miscommunication or mischemistry with your rookie receiver running the wrong route. I mean, that's that's the play. He did that have happened. another one that got cleared off the board that was one of them pick six varieties. Due to a away from the ball foul. No, that's that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's, 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 that's the interception. Well, that he was had, the but he one. ended the game with two interceptions. Yeah, because it was fourth and like twenty, and he threw it, and it like on the final drive. That on the final drive, but what was the other one? The Jefferson running the wrong route. Oh, and no, he, he did yeah, a, he yeah, did yeah, a yeah. curl inside when he should have been like yeah. out sort of, out to the boundary. Instead, for some, he came for some in. reason, in my brain, I was like, that took away the interception. No, it just no. took the it, field it, is, it took away the touchdown. Yeah, because it was a blindside block actually that happened on Jefferson from Clowney, which is dumb. Which is it was. Jefferson's not catching that guy. It yeah. was just Clowney being frustrated because his name wasn't called until the fourth quarter. Like always, I think Clowney's Clowney's a thug. He's, he well, and also he's just so overrated. He he's never had a double digit sack, and he re, he asked for top market dollars. It's like you're not getting that ever. You're not you're not healthy ever, and he's you never have contracts a, based on his draft status. Yeah, and it's which like no hasn't been relevant since he was. Drafted. And let's not forget the beginning of his career. He played. On the across from JJ Watt, mm-hmm. so that's a little different there. Yeah, that whole um, Texans defense. So I didn't, I didn't have a problem with that. It was more so like just being, just taking your foot off their throat. Like that's where it's frustrating. Take, where, taking your foot off. But how much time did they have on that last drive? Oh no, they they definitely I had mean, time. They definitely had, it was it was a minute. Was it was a, a minute forty nine. Collapse. And so what happens is on first. Let me walk you through the drive. First, I, I saw the whole thing. Yeah, so first, first and ten, they, it, you know, it was the center gets blown up. No, no, it was Bradbury got just rocked by Simmons, and it got shoved right into Cousins' face, and that's where he threw it at Cook's feet. But there was the a middle. penalty, I think, that moved uh, them up. The first play yeah. was there was a penalty. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what it was. Time. That's what I'm saying it was. So that yeah. moved it up, and then, um, then the second play, I'm pretty sure it happened like a similar play like that where our guards got blown up, and it was a forced 
short every, pass incomplete. Every play of the drive, um, basically. Third one, or the second, and second and ten, uh, bad snap from Bradbury. Yes, that's what which I causes us to lose uh, fourteen yards. So that was a bad snap because yeah. in the moment I couldn't really. Tell yeah, it was, it was a it was a bad snap. It was one of those things where center center snaps it when the quarterback's like making adjustments and it just gets snapped and he has to like basically run and try to fall on it. Mm-hmm. Not good. Um, lost 14 yards there? Yep, 14 yards. Third and 24. And then, you know, another play gets blown up um, from the line. Like I said, we the line was great until this final drive. There was just no, there's no time. All these, all the passes were short until the fourth and 24, where he, you know, tries to, you got to try to make something happen. So well, then you just, you just huck it. Yeah, and, it's fourth and 24. Yeah. Like, not much you can hope for. Um, so it, it's one of those things where, it's frustrating because we had it with a minute 44. Uh, more than enough time to hand off to the guy that's averaging eight yards a carry in this game. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you don't need to go pass, pass, pass right away. Like, have some variety. Or have some sort of high percentage screen or yeah, something, something cooked up. Cook's res- Cook has caught four balls this year. That's ridiculous. <sighs> it's ridiculous. He seems to be going out or he's just like not... The screens aren't there and... Maybe that maybe because the screens were more of a Stefanski obsession um, well, and not and, a Kubiak one, but it just and you look at what happened. I mean, that defensive line was coming so aggressively. Yeah, had you done something like a drawer screen, it probably would have been really successful because those guys were in a frenzy. I mean, oh, absolutely, they're they're coming after Kirk, and like that's their their job is getting home, especially with a court uh, head coach of Rabel. Like he he's the type that's gonna blitz you. Like every play or bring it every play, especially in that moment. He doesn't want to give a quarterback time, which you shouldn't do. But that's where screens can be so deadly. And it, it, it's frustrating because it's like they they were so good. The offense was so was was great. I didn't have any problem with them for ninety five percent of the game and then the last drive they just turtled. And it that's where yes, you can put the fault on the offense on that, but I'm sorry. For the fact that we put up 464, 464 yards of offense. That's not the offense's fault. It should never even have to come to that. That's what I'm trying to say. So it's like that. that's where it's mind-boggling and driving me crazy. And the panic button's in, in full view. It's like, in full view? It's in full view. I was view. wondering if, like, since, you know, from, and, a, well, and, from and, a stat perspective, maybe it even scoots a little away from you. I, I know. I felt good, but, like, win, it's still the defense like, is still a problem right now. Like, yeah. you know, and... Unless you let the offense go the entire 60 minutes. Don't be like, all right, you guys can go, you know, three quarters worth. Like, no. Don't, like, no lead is safe. Like, treat it literally, like, treat it like a, like you're the Chiefs or the Cowboys or something. Just, like, fucking balls to the wall. You don't see them doing that. Like, they're throwing to the very last down until the game's fully, like, unless they're ahead, obviously. But, like, they're still being creative plays. I mean, even if they're winning. And it, it's frustrating because we now have, because of Tennessee's negligence or whatever they're doing, where they had, I think it was six positive tests that came out from staff, from Coke. It was their outside linebackers coach. And I think there was a couple players that even had it too. But it was like a total of like six people in the last four days or three days that have been tested positive for it. Mm-hmm. So the Vikings haven't been able to be in the, their practice facility or haven't been able to practice all week. It's Wednesday. 
They've now got clearance to go in tomorrow, but we're at Texans on Sunday. So meaning Saturday, we're, it's a travel day. Yep. We have two days of practice, with Friday being the walkthrough. And the Texans, I mean, they're not a powerhouse. No, but, but they're still led by Deshaun Watson. A competent team like, that you need to prepare for. Yeah, it's still a guy that with our defense. Yeah, that's the thing about our, our schedule too. Our September, our first six or seven weeks is brutal. I mean, it doesn't light up for a while or lighten up for a while. So it's like Seahawks. Yeah, like we have the Seahawks um, next week on Falcons. Sunday night, and then I think with you guys, week seven. No. <clears throat> Pretty sure it was week seven. I'm not seeing it. I don't think... Do you guys have a bye week seven? No, our bye is week eight, I think. You have us week eight. Oh, then it might be a bye yeah. before, yeah. Yep. But still, so it's like... I mean, Yeah, that's what it is. They're week eight. It, it, the first half of the year is just rough. I mean, especially for a team that... Like, sure, a lot of those de- teams that you're playing, like, defenses-wise, aren't extremely stout or anything, but... Their offenses are pretty high powered, and so that's what I'm, like, I'm terrified of. You guys don't play the Bears until week ten. Dude. I know it's ridiculous. Um, it's like an NFC South mm-hmm. thing where we play like a division. Yeah, it's is crazy. Um, and so I don't know. I, I don't. I don't need to spend too much more time on it. It's just it's frustrating, and I like that. You know, Zimmer came out like he was quoted, or someone said apparently in practice or meetings that he said like you know. Basically, this is this is the must win. Like, there's no excuses. Like this, this game that happened this week. No, this Texans? one, this Texans okay. game. Like, this is like there's not they're done. You know, there's not trying to sugarcoat it. Like, this is the season essentially because mm-hmm. it is. I mean, now our our loss number is now down to four. We can theoretically lose only four more games in order to have an actual shot. I imagine mm-hmm. just because I, with the NFC, I don't think an eight and eight's going to get into the playoffs, no, even with that extra wild not. card. Um, and our division's not going to have that. The only way you can hope for that is if the NFC East, which I guess they could be on pace for a nine and seven winner or eight and eight winner. Um, but you know, we have to go nine and seven. We have to go nine and four in the next 13 weeks. And I, yeah, the second half of the year lightens up, but basically you had to go on a run now. And like, this was such a winnable game. We should be sitting at one and two. And it's just like, it's funny, like, a difference of 1-2 and two at 0-3 oh is. It's one game, but, like, it feels so much more. Like, the the O is, like, the longer you have the yeah. O in, at the beginning of your record, the more it hurts, even though, like, 1-3, and 0-4, oh functionally not a huge difference, but just from an optics perspective, the O is just yeah. very demoralizing. And, and it's like, there have been, I think, in all of NFL history, I think three teams... That have started 0-3 that have made the playoffs? I think that's right. I heard so that it's just like, alright, <laughs> not great that we dug ourselves in that hole. Well, especially Hoping when you're, you're in the only division in the NFL that has two 3-0 and teams in it, too. Yeah. We'll get... We, the, well, the one, of, one of them are very fraudulent. Very I, I'm going to throw that word around pretty liberally, but... Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. That's what they are. Right yeah. Now. And so, I, you know, it's... It is... I don't know. But that's that's all panic I have. Panic button full view, glass still on. What? Glass still on the panic button with the cover. Yeah, I haven't I haven't lifted the glass up yet. After we lose today, the, the Texans, the glass comes or up. this week. Glass is definitely up. My hands like 
in reach. But I feel like after that, like the Seahawks, like that's not really that's not a that's not a panic game because it's like probably no. It's it's like it's one of those things like all right, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. But positives from this game, Justin Jefferson, I thought he looked great. You know, he a lot of it he had it was one on one with Malcolm Butler, and he got the best of him more often than he did not. So I was happy with it. Um, I makes you infuriated why he was not used in the game plan first two weeks, especially week two when it seemed like any spark plug would have been nice on offense. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not in the tank for Trevor camp. I, I don't, we're not going to out suck the, either of the new You're Jersey based teams. Kirk quite a bit. Yeah, no, there, there's an out, there's an out this off season. Oh, so it's only the dead, the dead cap, I think is only like 14 after if we okay. cut them this year. So Still it's not it, it, after, after this off season, then it's like, you're kind of locked for a mm-hmm. while. Um, but I, I'm not in the, the tank. I, I, I don't believe in tanking. I, I just don't. Well, yes, you need to have that transcendent quarterback or you need to have a, if there's a chance to get a generational quarterback, do it. But like, look at the, look at the teams that have those kind of quarterbacks right now. None of them tanked. The yeah. teams that do tank it, they're still well, and, and in And at limbo. the same time, I mean, t- like, I don't, I don't have the list in front of me, but you take every, you know, high first round quarterback pick in the last 10 years. Most of those guys didn't work there, There's more, there's more hall of fame quarterbacks that were undrafted than like, First round picks. Yeah, and so, so I mean, if you're in desperate need of a quarterback, by all means take one. But it's yeah. not like you're just cashing. This, you can't like, throw out a year guaranteed of, good quarterback. You know, we have we have some veterans on the team where you don't want to waste a year of their career. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, let's move on. Um, yeah. All right. Let's go to <laughs> let's go to Sunday night. Uh, Packers beat the Saints. Uh, this was interesting because neither. Um, well, actually, one last thing I saw. Sorry. Uh, Kirk's pocket time after yesterday is current for the season is 1.7 seconds. So that's mm. why I don't say, like, tanking. Because no matter who you put back there, they're not going to be that successful with 1.7 seconds. <laughs> not many routes you can run with that. So Short routes. Yeah. Very yeah. short. Yeah, not good. Um, but, yeah, so let's move on. Uh, Sunday night where we saw the Packers uh, go down to New Orleans, beat them. 37-30, obviously, it's places like New Orleans, Seattle, Arrowhead, all these places, U.S. Bank, US Bank all very, very different without See, fans. They're very different without fans, and I know it's easy for me to say, given that you know we've been in two places where we benefit from the no fans, you know, two notoriously loud places. Mm-hmm. There is something that's kind of objectively cool from a football perspective about the situation like what we had Sunday night though because it's the first time you like you get a better picture of what's going on in kind of the back and forth game of chess yeah. between the offense and the defense when Rodgers would see something he would call some audibles the defense would shift around he maybe shift again it was almost like when you used to play Madden against Peyton Manning back in the old Maddens and he would make an adjustment every single play and if you would like Audible to a blitz, he would adjust, and then you audible to man, and he would, and it would just go until the play clock ran out. Right. It was. It reminded me of that. So that was kind of neat to see, and I think that Collinsworth, to his credit, actually, kind of gave some pretty interesting insight into what was going on. And uh, so yeah, I I thought it was good. I thought the Packers' offense again, you know, putting up thirty seven. I think so. The whole year they're averaging forty a game. Um, it. 
it seems to be working, and it worked, you know, in the absence of Devontae Adams. Uh, Lazard kind of stepped up. I think he's the clear number two. Uh, Veldes-Scantling is kind of a decent field stretcher for the most part, but he also can't catch footballs reliably, so I guess that leaves Lazard. Uh, Did you see the graphic about first-round receivers and Aaron Rodgers? yeah. He's thrown two touchdowns to first down rece- to first round receivers his entire career, and they're both Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Um, I mean, I it's a testament to Rodgers, though. I mean, I didn't know. Okay, but it's not like he's played with scrubs. Like just because they didn't come in the first round doesn't mean they're I'm just not. Saying, you look like, like Troy Manning Williamson was like a first rounder. Laquan Treadwell was a first rounder. Like there's a lot of busts that are in first round. No, but, like it is. It is interesting. It's an interesting like, stat just from like a team composition, franchise strategy kind of perspective. Like you could argue, you could even argue that like the only really truly great receiver that Peyton had was Marvin Harrison, who was. Very, very good. But like Reggie, Reggie was, Wayne. But he was fine. But like he's not better than Jordy. He's not better than Devontae. Like, you know, the, there's these guys, like, it's just because they come in the first round. Devontae was what, second round? I believe. I think he was second, second round. Third. I can't remember. But yeah, it's just interesting stat that I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, let's see, other takeaways. Um, uh, let's see. The hard count is not cheating. I want that on the record. I don't know where the fuck that came from. And it seems like Collinsworth and Michaels were like upset about it during the broadcast and like saying that it wasn't fair. I think there was more I of like I, I think that was yeah. more in a pot in a in a compliment to Rogers saying like it's his hard count's so good that it's not fair. I yeah I, mean, I don't know it just, that's the tone I was getting. Seemed, from them. It seemed like a weird tone to me, and I wanted to I wanted to make I sure I the know. record is set on that one. I mean, it's a thing. Anyone like literally the, the every I, every announcer, like like. Ogles Rogers, fan, fan yeah. Whatever, yeah. So it's like anything like he can do no wrong with announcers. Like that's just that's just how it is. Like it, you know. So I don't think it's anything negative. So right. just want that out there. The hard count is not cheating. The mm-hmm. only thing that is shady is when they blow it dead for no reason after well, someone. To jumps. be fair, on that one where he, they did where he got the person like twice or whatever, and they went like linemen were moving before the ball was snapped. So that's where I'm saying, like... The that, first one you're talking where they blew it dead? No, it was the, when he threw to the end zone where it was pass interference. They oh. negated that. Or again, they, like, first and goal at the one, or the inch yard line. Like, that's where I was like, that, linemen were moving that before the ball was down. Like, that, that one should have been blown. That up. play was an all-time... This is why we don't believe defensive backs when they say they didn't do pass interference. Yeah. Because they threw a flag on him for, like, holding Lazard's arm like a teddy bear, like he was a little kid about to go to sleep. I mean, yeah. both hands, the only, and he held his arms out like... The only I thing I can think of is that the guy <laughs> maybe was, like, putting his hands up thinking that the play should have been dead the entire time. Yeah. So that's my only thing, because, like, no way he didn't believe that he wasn't, like, yeah, holding it's the like, guy. Like, man, like, he had his entire arm. Yeah, like, like we, we, that's what I, I we could see. That's what I'm thinking he was thinking. <laughs> I don't know. But. It's just one of those, like, no matter what happens, the DV's going to say that they didn't. Yeah. Um, there were several things, like, so I was watching, and there were several things in it where, obviously, I saw a lot of the Saints shooting themselves in the foot. Um, you look at the penalties you look discrepancy. At, you um, look at penalties. You look at turnovers. They had three fumbles, only one of which yeah, ended up going and, the other way, which is just and, and so I, I think it's one of those things where there were a couple of them, um, like there was, it was in quick succession where they called, I don't know who it was, but it was the pass interference 
when I think it was Jones or I think it might have been Jamal. I don't know. Someone going trying to like go and he like fell down after some contact. Mm-hmm. But the ball was like five, six, seven I, yards out of bounds. I know what you're talking about. And I just want to say for the record, I thought the officiating this game was terrible. It was yeah, like and were, it went both ways to a certain extent. You could oh, you couldn't go that far. There's only two for the for them. For no, but I'm talking about like, maybe no calls, like calling the play dead on that first offsides and things like that. And I mean. Then they had that one play where they said that the Packers got it on fourth and one, and it wasn't even close. No, no, that's why I was in the spot, and I was like, I was losing my mind. My dad and I were watching. (laughs) It was a full yard short. My dad and I were watching, and we were just losing our shit. We're just like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like, I'm like, they're not even hiding it. Like, I was like, oh my gosh. And then he just sits there because my stepmom, she's from. Uh, Wisconsin, her family's from Wisconsin, so there's a lot, a lot of the in-laws from them are Packer fans, and so, and a lot of my um, relatives are Packer fans, so my dad looks over, he's like, you just know, he's like, you know, talking to her, like, there are some people that are probably sitting there like, Oh, he definitely got a great spot. Great I, spot. I fully like, admit and every that he did not like get every it fan base has those yeah. kind. It's just that I think with the rubs everyone the wrong way, like. Some of the Packer ones are just louder. So that's where it's might be more yeah. overblown, where it's just them well, and, and being was, bad. But there was other stuff with the refs in that game too. Like they would like switch out like on that fourth down play before it happened, they switched out for the kicking ball for yeah. the punt. Yeah. And they switched it back in, but they fucked up the clock. They fucked up the clock like three times. Yeah. And it's like Okay, you reset the clock and like fix your thing. We've been standing in this formation for thirty seconds, giving away what we're gonna do a little bit. Yeah. It's just things like that, and it and it went, you know, both but, ways. There was a horse collar that didn't happen. No. I mean, but it, what it I was saying, an so all-time bad in, crew. Back to the the bad pass interference they called, mm-hmm. and it's because it, the ball was clearly not catchable. It doesn't matter if he was falling over; he ain't catching that and staying in bounds. So there's no chance. And then the next, I think it might, might even be the very next play where it was that long completion um, down the sideline where it was Malcolm Jenkins was chasing him down. Or I don't know, I think it was Malcolm Jenkins chasing him down. Mm-hmm. And the receiver tight end, I don't know who it was, maybe Tanyan, I don't, I don't remember where he like gave, like it was very remnant. It was similar to the, I mean, it, it was a similar action to what... He held his arm out. Like, he he, yeah. he extended the arm, and that's what it was. But Malcolm Jenkins didn't sell anything. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. do basically what Jalen Ramsey did week one when the, the Cowboys-Rams, yeah. where he was like, and, like, flips out and, like, backs up, and then they he caught it, and they didn't, roll, they didn't rule that. And it's like, there were several moments in this game where, like, I'm happy that they don't have challenge pass interference, whether it was called mm-hmm. or not. I think it was way too much of a gray areas and too subjective, not good. Um, but this game had like several moments where I was like, if only that was an option now. <laughs> and it was just like, I don't know. It, it was just funny. Like there, yeah. there were, this was like a perfect moment of, because like the, you know, the, the thing on like Twitter and social media is like the two known things are Packers get calls Saints get screwed. And it was just like, there were mo- it was, it's a generalization, but this mm-hmm. game was like the perfect microcosm of it. And I'm just like, I'm like, this is, first of all, this is also the worst case scenario game for me. Like, I hate both teams. Oh, yeah, no, you, you were in a no win situation. <laughs> I, was, I was in a no win situation. I was like, maybe, I was like, I guess because the, 
The Saints were one and one. This is your equivalent of my Viking Seahawks yeah. games, where I'm like, could the whole stadium? But just because get you guys were two and zero, you guys were two and zero, and they were one and one. I was like, both of them be two and one. I don't sure that's better. Um, and so it's just like I don't know. It. I, I, uh, I also want to talk in this game about. I am fully on the Drew Brees is washed up train at this point. Yeah. I mean, he is a a very efficient machine that gives the ball to Alvin Kamara. Kamara yeah. had 139 receiving yards, uh, only 58 rushing yards, but 19 total touches, two touchdowns. The one play he had, it was like a 70-yard dump off he took to the house. He must have They've gotten out of... That was ridiculous. He got out of like was, eight arms. Okay, tackles. but also, Jair, Jair Alexander, what the fuck are you trying he to do? He's like, you just think, that's he, the he, thing. He's Wrap too, up. He's too scrappy where when he... Like, he panics and just starts just throwing his body at people. Kamara didn't even look like it bothered him. No. He was just like, okay, that happens. And then just, like, like ran cut inside he's the He's so touchdown. shifty, and I get it. That oh. was the only point in the whole game where I got really vocal and upset. And and to their credit, after that horrific effort, and they all went back to the bench, the next couple possessions, I definitely saw guys you know, hit Kamara or somebody else in the backfield and actually, like, wrap up around the ankles and make a really good form tackle. And I think that's because they all went back to the bench and got their asses chewed out. Probably. For that 50-yard travesty that took place. So Kamara's really good. Drew Brees is worried. He, he's he's still, like, he's efficient, but he's just not, like, he... he, he can't all he does is field, though. No, that's the thing. Like, I think his longest pass, I mean, just looking at it, obviously, his Kamara's the longest, is like but negative his one longest, yards. I think, was probably, you know, probably didn't go more than 15 yards yeah. downfield. At least, at it was like that converted. touchdown, I think, to Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Probably, like, one of his longest balls And so, it, it's just like, you and know... The, and the Packers' corners were giving everyone, like, a 20-yard cushion the whole yeah. game. I was like, what are you guys doing? You yeah. can't it, throw it that far. It was interesting to see this game without, you know... Uh, Devonte or Michael Thomas, obviously. It was very, yeah. But and, I mean, I was worried about Devonte, you know, sitting out because it seems like if push, like if it was a playoff game, he'd be out there. He doesn't have to be sitting. They're being cautious with them, and I'd prefer that as long as you know we can eke out a victory here. And so I'm glad that right. uh, that things worked out. I'm curious what's going to happen with him next week. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, you know, you're three now. Yeah. Good job. Pretty cool. Um, all right, let's go on to the Chiefs and Ravens. Um, so, uh, I don't want to put out the F word, but... Chiefs are so... But it's... are the Ravens see, approaching the, that? And the thing about this game is that you see 34-20, it's a 14-point game. It looked a lot worse than that. Yeah, like it looked way more it, than a two-possession game. Mahomes was just doing pitch and catch. It was the easiest game it looked like for he him. He didn't even try. Like He struggled no. mightily against the Chargers last week. Yeah. This was like a nice little reprieve where he just got to yeah. throw touchdowns and a billion yards. Not, and, also, not a good look for Lamar coming no. out afterwards and saying um, the Chiefs are like our kryptonite. Uh, that's not what you want to say. That's not what you want to say, especially when you ended the day with 97 passing yards. Yeah, and there, there was some moments, like, it, it, it didn't even look like his receivers were, like, dropping stuff. It just, like, he had a, just a couple bad throws that were just, it's like, what are you doing? I mean, it... Lamar needs to improve as a passer, 
if he's going to take that next step. He's yeah. a quarterback that will annihilate bad teams. Yeah. But when push comes to shove, he has serious problems. Yeah. And, I mean, like, Mahomes, like, everything was easy. And the way he, like, spreads it out, I mean, listen to this. Like, six, six for 87 for Kelsey, uh, four for 81 for Hardman, five for 77 Hill, uh, five for 70 for Clyde Edwards, Alaire, not Elaire. Oh my god, god. unbelievably um, crazy. Uh, seven for sixty-two for Watkins, and then a bunch of one, one, and two. Uh, like it, he just spreads it out. It, it doesn't matter. Like that's the thing. Like that's why he's so good. He never forces it to one guy. No, nope. he's never trying to be like I got to get them involved. And if all the receivers are covered, maybe you throw it to an offensive lineman. You know, <sighs> Eric Fisher. That was the first touchdown, or like the first catch. Or touchdown, I think it was like maybe been the first touchdown by a like first overall pick since like I don't know how long. Damn, like a long time. Um, but well, and he went over and wiped his hands on Mahomes' towel the, right before that play, which yeah. is kind of a tell, but I guess they didn't see it. You know, um, yeah, it, it's just one of those things. Like he, it's just easy. I mean, that throw, like it, it and I hate that now I've become like so desensitized. To some of the throws he makes, like that that touchdown to Tyreek Hill, where he had to thread it over and like land perfectly in the basket, like it was a great catch. But like that throw is insane. Pressure right in his face, mm-hmm. delivers that strike. Uh, it was like a thirty-three yard. I think it was the thirty-three yard one. I mean, it was like he just does things that you're like, that's that shouldn't be that easy looking or like, I wish I could, I want to feel more when I see this, but like <laughs> it's become like second nature now. So I have a question for you to just muse over. Who do you think would give the chiefs the most run for their money in, you know, a hypothetical, either like playoff or super bowl scenario, you know, late in the season at this point, um, who challenges through them? the small sample size, I'd say, um, Seahawks. Well, for a Super Bowl. For a Super yeah. Bowl. I'm saying AFC. AFC. Uh, Bills, I think, would be the hardest, just based on how their offense is going. But I just don't see them losing to the Bills. I know. That's the I know, but like the Bills, because they have a good defense, maybe the Steelers, but the Steelers haven't looked great. It's all going to depend on their offense. Like It has to be to an offense that can put up 30-plus. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously they can lose to anybody any given Sunday, all that stuff. You know I mean? The Chargers proved that last week almost, that yeah. you, know, you can give them a run for your money under the right conditions, but just in general, when you look at the skill of this team, I just, I just think that like they're, I'm still, I'm still upset with, with how like the chargers, like, you, you know, you have a moment, you have a chance where that doesn't happen, where you hold Mahomes till like two scores and you, you can't let them back in. Like you have in those hey, moments, they had to save their energy for the Panthers this week. So they don't when you, when you play, when you play the chiefs, you have to, to you have to play to win, you know. You have to coach to win the game and not coach to lose. You know, like it's one of those things, or like coach not to lose. So it, it, it's a philosophy where it's like they're gonna. You have to realize they're gonna put up points. It's gonna happen eventually. If you give them enough chances, they're gonna put up points. Yeah. You can't expect that to be like, oh well, we got through three quarters. Surely it's fine. Like look at the Super Bowl. Didn't matter. Like they're the whole playoff run that the Chiefs had last year. Didn't matter. The Texans went up 24-0, yeah. and then they rattled off 
56 unanswered or something? 52 unanswered? I think the rest of the game was like 50-something to like three. Like yeah. yeah. I mean, it was insane. They, they went... I For sure, they rattled off seven touchdowns in a row. And it's just like... It's not fair, man. And then the Titans, they were up... <laughs> the Titans were up by a good amount and going in the fourth quarter. Didn't matter. And in the Super Bowl, didn't matter. Like, it, it just... This team, you cannot count them out. As long as Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, or especially Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy is phenomenal, and he's going to have a head coaching job next year. But yeah, Andy, as long as Andy Reid's the head coach, pl- calling plays, and Patrick Mahomes is your is their quarterback, which he's going to be for ten years, over ten years. Uh, and Andy Reid just signed like I think a six year extension. So for the next half decade, expect them to put up points. And the Ravens are trying. They just didn't. Their offense was. Bad, like it was predictable. It wasn't very innovative. It wasn't good. I mean, uh, also congrats off. to uh, Patrick Mahomes on the sex. Uh, he's gonna yeah. have a kid. Con- so, congrats on the sex, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> um, definitely don't call him Pat Mahomes, or his mom will come after you, as we saw in the game. I'm gonna call him Patty and see what she does. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, uh, it, yeah, they're. I don't know. The, the the grandpa played professional baseball. The dad's obviously playing professional football i wonder what the young boy or girl will play lacrosse sport of the future <laughs> maybe um so it's just you know so congrats to him and the chiefs so, there so are you gonna are you gonna drop the fraud label on the ravens no not no yet. okay this is really good but to, when they're playing the I, chiefs then, i gave yeah. i gave an fr for this game it's kind of like horse you know where oh. you, get, you get letters right. so this is an fr okay. for them yeah lamar you gotta have a bounce back um and they probably will because they're playing. We'll get to it later. Um, all right. Let's go into some segments. Um, uh, let's start with performance of the week. Uh, I'll go first because I don't need to spend too much time on it. Performance of the week is Patrick Mahomes. Um, three, 31, of, 31 of 42, 385, four touchdowns, no picks, and he ran one in too. Uh, he's... I'm sorry, like, he's he's the, he's the best player in football. And he has been for now the third, this is the third year. And, like, I know Russell, I hope Russell wins the MVP this year. I hope we can continue it. The fact that he hasn't had an MVP vote is wild. But Mahomes is the best player in football, and he probably will be for a while. Um, he's just electric, man. He's just so fun to watch. And it was against the 14-win Ravens left from last year, who have a very good defense still. Like, yeah. didn't matter. It, at Baltimore, not that that's a huge thing anymore, but still it's it's kinda, away from counts. home. It's still away from home. To get him playing, yeah. And they had some fans there. There were still still some fans. Yeah, but all right. Who's your performance of the week? Uh, my performance of the week is the San Francisco 49ers ah. because I don't know. I was kind of I, I was I was confused at uh, you know like how are the Niners doing this year? You know they they opened up with a loss to the Cardinals, which. You know, just left you a little confused on what to think. And then they went into New York, and granted, the Giants are a, are a disaster. But they, you know, won 36-9. Their quarterback was Nick Mullins. Their running backs were McKinnon and Jeff Wilson. Their top receiver was Brandon Ayuk, the rookie, who was hurt before Jeez. this. And then Kendrick Bourne, who I don't think most people have ever heard of. They also have guys out on defense. And I've heard of Kendrick Bourne. It didn't, yeah, well, I mean, most people, but... And I, it just it didn't even matter. It wasn't even close. They, you know, they're still a good team in this league. In they kind of put some of my you know fears that they weren't going to be good. Not that I have a huge attachment to them, but they kind of put a lot of those to rest this week. All right. Um, 
Nathan Pierre award winner. Uh, mine stays with the Monday night game. Uh, it's Lamar Jackson in the offense. Uh, not great. And cause it's just because the Chiefs don't have like a crazy good defense. Like they, they play really well, like in big moments, I think. But 16 first downs with the MVP from last year. Only 220 total yards. Um, not great. Not, not very good. Uh, turnover in there. Um, yeah, they need, they, the only reason like they have 20 is because there was a defensive or other, they had a character touchdown, yeah. uh, touchdown by Devin Duvernay, the rookie from Texas. Um, I think that was his first touchdown of his career. Texas um, back. And so, uh, not good. <laughs> I mean, they're, yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Uh, my Nathan Peterman, DK. Take it from someone who broke his foot in flag football jogging towards the end zone. You you gotta just run, man. You gotta just get there, and you especially can't lose the ball while you do it. You get tackled from behind. Yeah, you know shit happens. But DK Metcalf caught a breakaway touchdown, put took his foot off the gas, and got it punched out the back of the end zone by who was that on defense? Uh, you uh Stephon Diggs' brother, Trevon Diggs. Let's uh, go. <laughs> That's that's just excellent. <laughs> rookie from uh, rookie from Alabama. Hell yeah, Stephon Diggs who can't catch. But yeah, it was a great play by him, and the ball goes sailing out the end zone, which turns a touchdown to into a turnover with zero points. So he, I mean, they still ended up winning the game, but just barely. I mean, it was close. The you know Cowboys mounted a furious comeback, and DK man, you are pretty fast. You just got to keep running. Yeah, not good. No. Um, all right, let's go stock up, stock down. Um, my stock up, uh, ties. We had our very first tie of the season with, yeah. the, with the Bengals and Eagles. That was such a bad tie, <laughs> it was too. so bad. It was almost my Nathan Peterman was Coach <laughs> Peterson because, like, I get it. You don't want to kick, like, a 60-some-yard field goal at, like, the end of overtime, but you just punt it, and then it just – Ends in yeah. a tie. I'd rather lose than tie. Fuck I know, it. I would like, too. <laughs> Ties like screw your whole record. That third number on there, yeah. fucking with the math, and now like you're gonna never be eliminated from the wild card yeah. hunt. It's just ugh, it's so they, gross. Also, um, special notice to Bengals. Uh, get some fucking offensive line help. Burrow's gonna die. He's playing well. You he's know? gonna it's die. Like you see that he took a shot that was terrifying. Oh, he he took a shot times. that was like shades of that Kurt Warner hit from a bunch of years yeah. ago. You remember that one where his neck just yeah. stretched? But he, out? he came back in. I mean, he's 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 a tough dude. But like, he had protect a him. Hell of a showing protect in terms him. of you know, yeah, coming back from that hit and playing well. And I don't know. I think he's gonna be a good leader in the locker room. But yeah. it's like. I just want to get his first win. Like I feel bad, you I know? know. Like I know. he's just getting Carson Wentz. Also, um, you're basically for doing the horse. You are at F R A U. You are you're, you're getting a frog. you're getting real close, man. Like, dude, it's the <laughs> Bengals. Like Baker Mayfield torched them. Surely you're better than Baker. Are are you? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. It's, it's like you think an ACL wouldn't destroy the dude's confidence or ability to play quarterback. But I think it has. It might have. I, I think he's. I think it's over. Not but good. I don't know. Not good. 
Um, let's see. My stack up is uh, Steelers. So the Steelers beat the Texans. Like I said earlier, the Texans are a powerhouse, but they went down early. I want to say they were down like twenty-one to three or something like that at one mm-hmm. point. I mean, it was it was a little ugly. It was the actually, yeah, it was a white bowl. They actually battled back. Um, you know, had a nice comeback. Their defense kind of stiffened and had a shutout in the second half of the game. The Steelers are a good team. Yeah, and I think. It's going to take them a little while to like fully kind of, you know, solidify and have that cohesion between the guys on their defense, guys in their offense, stuff like that. But it was a nice, you know, they beat the team that they should have beaten if they're for real this year. Yeah, and you know, good on them. Uh, I don't mind the Steelers, honestly. No, I don't mind them either. I think Big Ben's freaking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. My stock down is. Uh, New Jersey-based New York teams. Uh, that, of Both. course, is oh, 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 the, no, I forgot the, the, the Giants and the Jets because they play in New Jersey. Um, they're so bad. They're so bad. How are they so bad? Like, they're so, so bad. Um, like, how does this happen? The Giants, uh, I know they lost Saquon, but Daniel Jones looked like he has regressed I feel like mightily. Saquon couldn't have helped here. No. Like, <laughs> Like, like let, let and you let Nick Mullins torch you. I guess they could just say Shanahan's is really good at doing his job and doesn't really matter who's under center. But like, I mean, Nick Mullins, future Hall of Famer. He Nick was Mullins. the he was the guy when when Garoppolo tore his, his ACL. So I remember he did that. Fine, but then also uh, the Jets are a dumpster fire. Darnold looks like the ghosts have come back. Um, did you see his post game press conference? It looked like a hostage negotiation. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, not good. They're, and like, the, the Colts are good, but like, they're not 36 to 7 good, I don't think. No. I don't know. I don't think they are at all. But it's the Jets, like. Well, and a, and a couple of those, I want to say they had like two defensive touchdowns. I mean, it was a rough day for the Jets. Yeah. Uh, not good. Nope, not uh, at all. Who's your stock down? Uh, my stock down is the Jacksonville Jaguars. We didn't talk about the Thursday game that happened because Why? much like this upcoming week, it wasn't really a very ex- interesting game. But uh, the Jags were looking, you know, they were one and one going into it, lost a close one to the Titans, but, you know, Baker, not Baker, Gardner was uh, was looking pretty good up until this point. Um, Almost good enough to start him over Patrick Mahomes. We're not going to talk about who may or may not. I don't know why that was ever a text I received. I started tilting because I was two and zero. I didn't expect to get that far. That was that was just a wild thing. And I was right. I lost. So I mean, (laughs) there are certain people that are just you always start depending on doesn't matter about the matchup. But they they only scored thirteen points against the Dolphins, who are not an elite defensive unit. No, I mean they just looked. Terrible. So mm-hmm. that's a big stock down. There was some buzz that maybe the Jags are you know going to put it together. I need them to show me. Yeah, it's it's not good. The Jags, yikes. But um, also, this isn't to say the Dolphins are good either. Cause no, that, no, that was a vintage Fitz Magic game. We're now we had the toilet. We happen. had like the toilet bowl part one, and now we have toilet bowl like part two. The clogging. Is, is I heard a lot of people comparing Jets. this week's Thursday night game to the presidential debate that was oh, last God. night. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and I think that's pretty apt. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's preview. Uh, actually, you know, I want, first of all, I want to give a give a special shout out to because we haven't talked about him once. I don't think. Um. Josh Allen's playing really well. 
just want to say that. I think I gave him a shout out at some point. I don't know, but like he's, you know, 85 QBR so far to start, which is fourth uh, in the NFL. Uh, 10 touchdown to one interception for 1,038 yards, 346 a game, 9.1 average. Um, His one interception in the game this week was not an interception at all. Oh, I didn't that see was it. the one. He threw it. His receiver caught it. The DB, it was very kind of fail Mary-esque in terms of they both just ended up on the ground holding it, but his receiver clearly caught oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. So, but yeah, he has two rushing touchdowns, too, so 12 touchdowns already. Um, pretty good. Uh, let's see. He's, he's killing it. He's also, though, played, like, I'm pretty sure really bad teams. Um, well, the, I guess the Rams the Ra- were the first good team that they've really had to deal with this year. Oh, they I suppose the, the Rams. The Rams weren't bad, yeah. but the Dolphins were, you know, the Dolphins and the Jets, and then the Jets. So the it's like, the Jets, yeah. the, you know, we'll see um, if he can sustain. But it's it's what you want in the guy who I think at this this point in his career, year three. I mean, he, he's make that beating the teams step. he's supposed to beat, right? And I, you know, I I, I always kind of you know, get frustrated when people say, oh, he's only beating bad teams. Like, he doesn't control who he gets to play. He beat those teams very convincingly. He beat he beat the Rams this week. It was a little controversial at the end there, but it is what it is. He has no control over that, and it yeah, he, he looks like he's taking the next step. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to week four preview. Um, first week, like we said, or the first game is Texan, or Vikings at Texans. Uh, there's currently no... Line yet uh, or over under probably because they weren't because sure if they it's think that the happening are, fully. Yeah, um, we're not sure yet, but it's it's at this point going to be happening. Um, I'm going to give you Texans minus four. What do you think? Uh, it's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I don't especially know especially with a short practice week for the Vikings. Yeah, I think maybe even more than four. Yeah, I, I might, maybe nice. do a full touchdown. Um, minus six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it was minus six, I'd probably take Vikings points. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it will be close. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a high scoring game again, right around the thirties, maybe like a 30, 28, 30, 27, something weird mm-hmm. like that. Um, I don't know. I, this is this, I don't want to say this is the season, but it kind of is at least for, for postseason. I mean, if, if we don't win this one, then. Fuck, I don't want to go 8-8 eight and eight or like 7-9 and nine and be in purgatory. So I want this on the record. Randall Cobb is going to torch you guys. No. That's great. He had a touchdown this last week, I'm pretty sure. Wow, good for him. Yeah. He's, he's like really young, isn't he? He's, he's not as old. He's like young 28, old. 28, right? He's, he's young old. I don't hear like, let me, let me Brandon know. Cooks is like 25 or 26, which is insane. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess he is. Randall Cobb's 30. He's okay. got the big three. Now. All right, he's yeah. 30. But like... 30. He's got a child. He's he's an adult. He's... Okay. <laughs> I mean, Mahomes will have a child. He's going to be like 24. Why, why did it have to... Yeah. People also search for Jory Nelson 35. Don't tell me that. He's old. I know. <laughs> he's he's, he's retired. Um, he's on the farm now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like old yeller him what are you gonna do <laughs> Mike McCarthy's gonna walk out with a shotgun and be He's like alright Jordy he time can to romp and play oh. he writes me letters oh. I don't believe that <laughs> um, yeah so yeah we'll see this is kind of the season this is glass off the panic button or is this 
pressing the panic button. No, because like I don't know. Because if you don't press it this week, you're not gonna press it next week with the Seahawks. I, I guess not that I'm trying to force you to press the panic button. I mean, you. I guess you could argue like after going zero and three, like I should be panicking, but I didn't officially press it. But I mean, I think that if it would have been a worse score this last week and then Texans, it yeah. would definitely be a press. Yeah. It's on the edge. It's now. it's pretty close. Yeah. Um. All right. Next game is Falcons at Packers. Uh, that is the Monday night game. Um, time. There's also no line for this one that I can see. You know, see. I got one. Green, Green Bay is favored seven and a half. Uh, over under is set at fifty six and a half. Um, <laughs> smash that over. Yeah, honestly, I would. <laughs> I would hit that over. The Falcons have been in track meets every week so far, yeah. and the Packers have been putting up an average of forty points. So, yeah, Falcons also. Um, they probably should be the Nathan Peterman Award winner until they. Oh win. my god! We they, even they, talk they about keep, Trubisky. They keep losing games. Oh yeah, he got benched. Yeah. Uh, good old Shark Eyes holding the clipboard. Yeah, mom, for the rest moment of, his moment life. of silence for for Trubisky and all the. Trubisky lovers out there thinking that he's gonna was the answer, but like no, it was a matter of time. Definitely putting arms of an angel on here. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Goodbye, yeah, Trubisky. Yeah. We hardly knew ye. It was. I was surprised though. Like I just I wasn't watching the game, so I don't know how bad he did, but I just saw like wasn't good. You know, Nick Foles is in, and I was he wasn't like, able to put up points against the Falcons. And I saw I should and, tell and, you everything you need to know. Because then I saw that he that Nick Foles is in, and I was like, is he hurt? And then I saw the sidelines of him just like looking sad. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh. yeah, yeah, not good. Mitch. Um, I don't know. Uh, this shouldn't. I don't. I don't see this being a problem for the Packers. Although you guys, I feel like have a bad track record against the Falcons. Uh, we beat them when they were the one seed and we were the sixth seed in the playoffs, but that was uh, checks watched ten years ago. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we've lost them at least once in the playoffs since then. Mm. I don't, I'm curious if Julio and Devontae play. We're in another one of those games where the two... Julio like, should. Julio was a game time last week. Like, he was... Well, so was Devontae. So, no. I, I think they're both going to be playing, okay. but I'm not sure. Um, I hope Julio plays for my fantasy sake. <laughs> um... And then the last game is Patriots at Chiefs. Uh, other than that, other games this week aren't that great. Maybe maybe Bills, Raiders, but I think Patriots at Chiefs should be good. Colts, Bears, their logos kind of look the same if you like <laughs> rotate. Great. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the, yeah, so I, I, line is KC, seven-point favorite, over under 53. Seven point favorite. That sounds about right. I don't yeah. think the Patriots have any business being, you know, winning this game. No, like, I, I just don't, I don't can't think so either. Especially after the performance last week by the Chiefs. I don't know. Bill, you know, might be able to throw together an awesome scheme, but I just I don't see it happening. Yeah, I mean, I I think both teams are playoff teams and no problem. But I just the see Patriots. The Chiefs we didn't talk about. It. They had a nice game against the Raiders last week. Kind of yeah, like the, Ra- the Raiders were kind of on this like spree where it's like, oh, are the Raiders good now? And yeah, Patriots shut them down pretty good. Yeah, Raiders have another game to prove it uh, against the Bills. Um, Ooh, that's gonna be a good game. That's a sneaky good game. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, uh, the I line like is Bills were are an away favorite of three. I think um, that's fair. Yeah, uh, yeah. So those are the games that I'm kind of looking at uh, that we'll talk about next week. Obviously, if anything crazy happens, we'll go into it. Uh, how many touchdowns will? Russell Wilson throw next week. Who knows? Going to be five again, probably. Um, all right. Let's go into two-minute drill. 
And I have four questions. I also have four. All right. We'll have you, sir, this time. All right. Ready, set, go. Uh, does Adam Gase get fired this week? No, he does not get fired this week. There are rumors. Yeah, I don't think he loses. I don't think he gets fired week yeah. five or week after week four. I think maybe week six or seven. Okay. Um, can Josh Allen sustain this kind of production? Yes, because his division isn't awesome, and I've watched some you know you know some actual in depth analysis. He's mechanically different. He's he's got better weapons. I think this is this is real. This isn't a mirage. Uh, let's see. Should the Jets stick with Darnold in the future? You know, if they tank this year, should they take a shot on Trevor Lawrence? Um, it depends if Gase is there or not. I say it's hard because you don't want to rule out the guy if he's never had, he's only had Gase as his quarterback. Yeah. I think that Lawrence should go number one regardless of the team. So mm-hmm. if they're number one, then take take Lawrence and maybe try to move Darnold like a. Josh Rosen type deal. He'll probably get more in return for it. Um, what statement is more true? The Chiefs are better than we thought, or the Ravens aren't as good as we thought? The Chiefs are better than we thought, because I had some doubts after that Chargers game. I mm-hmm. think the Ravens are as good as we thought. The Chiefs are just in a whole other tier. I think the Ravens can go toe-to-toe with almost anybody else in the league, mm-hmm. except the Chiefs. Um, let's see. Okay, this one kind of got touched on. Where will Trevor Lawrence end up? So who do you think is going to get the 101 pick? Smart money would be the Jaguars, but I don't think they're going to outsuck them. Like, Gardner's not going to let that happen. You've got Giants, Jets, Jags, the football team. Like, there's a lot of suck teams this year. Dolphins are not good. Broncos are really bad. Lions, it's just... Lot of options. I, 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 I think I this this is a cop out, but I just think the the number one overall pick. Where our team sucks the most, and it's too hard to tell. Ask me in a couple weeks and I'll tell you more. So probably one of the New York teams got it. Probably. Yeah. Uh which team is worse? Jets or Giants? The Jets, because uh, of Gase. Yeah. Like I mean the Giants are bad, but they have a new coach, so mm-hmm. benefit of the doubt there. Um, all right, my last question. Will Burrow get his first win this week hosting the Jags? Yes. Hey, yes, he will. He will get his first win this week. Um, when will we see our first coach firing? What week? Um, in approximately three days. <laughs> okay. All right. See you, guys. Nice <laughs> knowing you. All right. I didn't say who. Yeah, well, I don't know who else Kiss is. Kiss Zimmer here. goodbye. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um... <laughs> Wills to go crazy then at that point. Oh my god. Um, Alright, and two minutes. Yep, exactly. Alright, well, I don't have any other thoughts. Um, this is a win now. We have to win. Otherwise I'm going to be the big sad more than I already am. So <laughs> Panic button. It'll, it'll, yeah, it'll, be, it'll pretty much be pushed if we lose. So I want to get a button. Like a physical button that just and like push screams, it. like, <laughs> like it's just shrieks. Like, it's just like a Staples button. Is I I couldn't find anything else. <laughs> that was easy, and it's like no, it wasn't. No, it was, it was, it was really, not easy to push. It was this. really difficult. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're, like I said, we're recording this on Wednesday, September thirtieth. This will probably most likely be out on October first, right in time for Week Four. This has been the Week Three recap and Week Four preview, the third for our football podcast. 
I've been your host, Adam Moss, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Holm. Kevin, final words. Goodbye, Adam Gase.